Welcome to episode 84, version 2. Uh, <laughs> after a couple weeks of two back-to-back episodes not recording properly, uh, we're just going to be like, hey, those are lost versions, and now we're going to redo the numbering. Uh, we also took a week off, and uh, this is Echo Screen Podcast. Yeah. My name is my name is Blaze. With me, as always, is Robert. Hello, everyone. And uh, I have to ask. Uh, I mean, do you? Does anyone really like pistachios as a cake, or is that just like kind of a a thing that we're convincing ourselves is healthy for us? Pistachio cake. I've seen. I just saw it at the store. I like mu- like muffins. Pistachio flavored stuff is good. I don't know about a cake though. I mean, I assume. I mean, is it the is it the desire that we all want to eat something green underneath it all? Like we're just looking at like. You know, it's almost St. Patrick's Day, so I can understand why it would be green. But <laughs> I've never had the desire. I think I feel like it our, should be in our DNA I, not to eat. Yeah, I feel, I feel like <laughs> instinctually, genetically, we're like. That color green is not the one you want to eat. I mean, maybe that's the thing. Maybe, like, that's why kids are naturally opposed to eat broccoli, besides it being yucky. But, you know, that's... uh... Yeah, it's not only kids. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had... Broccoli, right. I did have a question for you. I know usually you just have the questions all the time, but I actually have a question, uh, which is... It's really unnatural, but hey, this is the second version of this episode, so let's yeah, do it. We're getting weird. If you had the Infinity Gauntlet, what would you use it to snap for? Like, so essentially this is like, what would I do with a wish? Yeah, and I I also have, uh, I have one that I, I pre-thought of, so uh, yeah, and we're using uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe rules, not the comic book rules so 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 i'll die after i use this i guess so if we're going okay. if we're going by uh human physiology yeah all right um hmm. i wish not to die after snapping all right see <laughs> you're with me because my wish is whenever i snap the infinity gauntlet it won't affect me ah uh... Exactly. Okay, so we, we both <laughs> wish for the same exact thing. No, because the way you phrased it, you snap it once yeah. and you I you snap wouldn't it die, once and nothing happens at all. Yeah, and uh, I snap it every time, and uh, I can infinite wishes at that point. That's true. That's but it's true. also not a genie, uh, so I think that you could keep snapping it as long as you made like a secondary wish to never get any repercussions. But also, um. I feel like it just wouldn't it wouldn't work that way obviously it's uh yeah anyway it would come back to haunt us which is what wishing for more wishes always does uh but this episode is kind of like a a second uh second wish if as it were because i wished <laughs> the uh the first version just worked which in the first version we talked about uh at the time it was the nintendo direct just came out so we're going to go with, we had some actually good like conversations about some of the games that came out and we're not, 
gonna go into it the way we did before because we're kind of uh we got a remixing lot to talk about, yeah we got yeah. we got stuff so the big stuff that everyone's already heard about for a couple weeks that we care about i guess um chrono cross remaster that comes out in just about a month it's like a month and two days from now that's great yeah. uh, i'm still looking forward to that it's in the vein of it's chrono cross doesn't get as much love as chrono trigger which uh they're very different so i i get you um xenoblade chronicles 3 oh boy xenoblade chronicles i uh i don't really play that series but i am more looking forward to this one with the protagonist character designs and them fitting like oh, yeah. their voices fitting their faces kind of the like kind of deal it just looks yeah. better to me yeah so uh, to, to just do a brief recap of what we talked about earlier i was surprised at how bad rex looked yeah like, i i i thought he was talking he told me like oh rex looks terrible and i was like oh the guy in my brain i was like oh the guy from smash brothers because i didn't know his name yeah i was like he looks all right and no that's like, shulk <laughs> yeah that's shulk so i looked up rex and everyone got to hear me be like what yeah <laughs> But they would they would have gotten uh, to hear you, but uh, the audio was messed up, so only I heard you. Uh, oh no! I I mean like every we watched the direct like. Oh yeah 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 yes, yes and we yeah. and we, I was just like no, <laughs> no somebody thought this would work. Yeah no nah, it's awful. Also the Xenoblade Chronicles three so far the way the women are designed. And their outfits, so far from what we've seen, they don't look as egregious as Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So that's an, a, a very big improvement as well. So, uh, Moving on. Uh, Triangle Strategy actually came out yesterday as of recording this. Right. And I, uh, based on the reviews that I've seen perused, it's better than Octopath when it comes to the story, but it is not as free as um they would make you believe like uh when it when comparing it it's kind of like I, I i don't but it's in the genre of um uh, fire emblem like it's squares kind of fire emblem and they it's literally the same like tactics game and you're doing you're making decisions and you're doing all this stuff but when you have units that are like paired together on the field they're like working together or working near each other they don't like get support rank ups which at which once they like deepen their bonds they you can like have conversations with them without like out of the battle kind of deal apparently that none of that's in here so you can't like have individual like relationships it's all gonna basically be in your head which is kind of lame to me uh, honestly, I was considering buying it. I'm still going to play the, the prologue demo that they have, which is like the first three hours of the game. But uh, that's a super big bummer because these games can be the best tactic games like in the world. But if they're like RPG on top of that, I don't want to just be like skipping through the dialogue to get to the next battle, even if it's the best battle I could get. Like I'll play a game like Advance Wars which is coming out very soon uh, if I just want the gameplay. But, you know. Uh, Live Alive 
Live Alive, whatever, however you pronounce it. I had a way bigger reaction, especially when uh, yeah. they they first showed it. But that comes out July twenty second. It's getting the HD two D treatment. Uh, it's really exciting. Never came out in the West. Super influential. Yeah, Yokoshima Mura on the music. Yeah, Yugo he uh, he like broke uh, like the sound barrier with his reaction when when it was first announced. It was like I don't know what this is. It's like when Goku goes Super <laughs> Saiyan three, but it's uh, it's not the ASMR version. It was. It wasn't the. Uh, yeah, he didn't give us the preemptive like this is what happens when you go even further beyond. Yeah, I just went further beyond. <laughs> uh, Klonoa, one and two, they're getting um, remade. I think they're getting a remade. Maybe they're just remastered, but they look really good. I never played the Klonoa series, but it's cute. Another animal character mascot, like, in the vein of, like, Sonic or something. So, super cute. Uh, Kirby got another trailer where they showed off the mouthful mode. And I'll talk more about Kirby later on, because I've played the demo that they just released a couple days ago. Front Mission 1 and 2, their remakes, uh, that's going to be exciting. I am looking forward to those. Advance Wars, as we just talked about, comes out April 8th. Uh, that's cool, too. Yep. Yep. That's, uh... We definitely talked a lot more about stuff. Like, I don't really care about the Mario Kart DLC, personally. I don't play Mario Kart. And then Earthbound, we talked about, but, you know, it's been weeks. I guess I, guess I am missing one really important thing, and that is... Wii Sports um, is getting a sequel, <laughs> and you know how it's called. It's called Nintendo Switch Sports, but it's actually just Wii Sports Two. It's so Wii Sports 2. no one's ever going to call this Nintendo Switch Sports. <laughs> They're just. I think I had the same conversation with uh, with Rob. It's just called. It's just Wii Sports, but a new oh, one. Well, that's the thing. I didn't even. I can't register it as anything <laughs> else, but Wii Sports. I'm surprised it's not just called me, like me sports. sports. Honestly, that would be that'd be great. Um, yeah, just like kind of condense it down, like. But like, it, it's interesting. Uh, we we have like new models for the me's now, and it looks like you might be able to use both designs. Like you might be able to use your old me, and you might be able to use create your new one from like. I wonder. I wonder if those are just pre-generated characters, or if they will let us like make our own. Because I would like yeah. to make my own, but I don't know if they would actually do that. So yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Yeah, I wish it was kind of just like freebie, but you know, Nintendo likes to make money. So I mean, it's a every company does. Yeah. Well, uh, does it? Re- does that release coincide with the OLED, or is the OLED uh, out? OLED's been out since like, oh okay, yeah, it's been I think October, something okay. like that. Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, I honestly, think. I don't know if we had the conversation, but the OLED switch was totally like a half step because of the way. Um, I mean, this is conjecture from multiple places on the internet, but like, so take it with zero credibility, but. Um, it's my fan theory and so other people as well 
basically because of the the continuing shortages that we like we are still having if you didn't know if you go to the grocery store you can't find certain things semiconductors and other like computer electronic parts all that stuff still like really backed up you can you can still not readily get a playstation 5 or a series x you just can't get them uh you can't even get you can't even get the old consoles but uh, they put like the PlayStation 4 back into production because those parts are still more readily available and easier to produce than PlayStation 5 parts. Um, that's just how how backed up it is. Anyway, people, will, when they're like the Switch 2 or the Switch Pro, the 4K Switch, like the one that was like better, Nintendo probably would have released that as like a half, like a Switch 1.5, but because of the the back like the shortages and the backup they were like we have the screens so just just put the screens out no other revisions basically like plastic they made a new kickstand that's about it like we put a a new port in the in the dock okay but there's no different hardware other than a oled screen so so yeah it's uh that's tough would you say it's it's that much of like a non-improvement that like you're better off looking for just the original switch no i would if i didn't have a switch whatsoever and i didn't care about only like if i wanted something that wasn't that would that literally did what the switch does which is be on my tv and not on my tv oled switch like if i have uh i was i have like the mario switch which basically all that means is it came with red joy cons if my switch was in worse like where i would upgrade to an oled for sure because the screen is nice it's a slightly bigger and the oled looks great it is uh like it's brighter like it's more crisp but other than that if you're playing on your tv you don't need that like literally there's no point to getting an oled switch if you're just gonna play it on your tv you might as well just get an original model because battery life doesn't matter or uh or the like what the screen looks like portably because obviously you're not using it uh but a switch light only can work portably like so you can't get a switch light and put it on a dock and use it on your tv so there's that but yeah okay we didn't talk about this uh, oh, we did talk about Futurama on Hulu, which Rob cares infinitely more and will always care about infinitely more than I will. Futurama is over for me, like when it ended 17 times before. So uh, every time they brought it back, I've never watched it and I have no plans to. But at the time when we discussed it, John DiMaggio, because I keep, I keep messing up and calling him Joe DiMaggio, but john dimaggio was not signed on they wouldn't give him the money he he asked for and so we had a conversation about that yeah we but uh, kind of what, like i mean is it going to be the same without him and all that but like luckily there's been a change in that story uh, yeah you, you go oh 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 yeah oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he's he's back he's back everyone and uh i don't know if uh like i remember i don't know if this is true or not but like he said like 
uh, originally it was like, ah, I'm, I just, I'm not coming back because of like self-worth and all that. And like, and, and so like, I guess they got him like what he needed. Uh, and because he's been joyful about the project ever since. Like, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're asking for it and you think you deserve that and they won't give it yeah. to you, and like, it, it's, value yourself. It, yeah, and it's good that they did. Like, it's it's really good that they, like, accepted that, like, yeah, I mean, he deserves it, so. Yeah, part of the conversation that we had previously was before he got uh, asked back was that you wouldn't want to uh, basically be the guy that comes in and undercuts anyone in the voice acting industry like in any industry you don't want to be the person that comes in and says i'll do it for less because you're you're just screwing every yourself and everyone else in the future over because once you are like i want more then it's like but you came in for less so we'll find the the guy to come in for less for for you um yeah so it's good it's finally good it's good to hear a good update in yeah the yeah yeah it's been a, a very rough obviously but uh a little bit more in addition to that uh the premise of uh undercutting someone uh what was i gonna say i just had it dang um a great segue and then... i th- i think i did i don't know uh <laughs> Yeah, oh, also the internet blowback would be uh catastrophic. Like you yeah. don't you also don't want to be like I just came in for a role and they like if let's say uh John DiMaggio just was like I don't want to do the role. You can offer me infinite money. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Any person who goes in like even if it was like it's fine, he just doesn't want to. Anyone who wasn't him and voicing Bender would just be like berated on the internet. So Yeah. It's a lose-lose either way, but we don't have to deal with that. But think about those situations before you leave hurtful comments to the human on the other side. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Okay. Speaking of humans on the other side, uh, a human who creates things. This is a really rough segue. (laughs) We were going to talk about it last week, uh, or I guess two weeks ago when we were doing that show that got scrapped. But... Hideaki Anno, I don't know if you're familiar, Rob. I've mentioned him before, obviously, on this show. But he is the creator of a little anime series called Evangelion. As Rob's eyes glaze over. and uh, Anyway, uh, you, you, wa- you, you and I watched Shin Godzilla, right? So Shin Godzilla filmed by... Rob, I can't hear you can't hear me okay that's why all right we're good okay maybe i was too far away from the mic. <laughs> uh okay what was i saying okay he created uh, he, he created he created evangelion he directed shin godzilla he's directing uh shin yeah. ultraman and shin common rider okay shin common riders new uh i mean we talked about the shin movies like common rider and ultraman um yeah. a while back but Basically, what is new to the story, which is like from a couple weeks ago, but they're making a Shin Japan Heroes universe. They're basically making the Shin universe. Um, you know, 
I'm I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. Yeah, it's just like what Godzilla's not a hero. So I don't I, like I, I guess Godzilla's gotta be the villain of the So, so here's the thing. Okay, so they have this symbol, like, for the SJHU, as Uh it's called, and it is Japan's Marvel Cinematic Universe, Um, but it's also from multiple, like, multiple studios. Like, it's from Studio Kara, uh, which I believe, which is the Evangelion, like, they own Evangelion. Also, not Godzilla, Godzilla, Ultraman, Kamen Rider, and Evangelion are part of this, so... They are using the Avas, and there is a, a like a short animation of Godzilla fighting um, Unit One from Ava. So, so and are I th- they, are they what? implying Shin Godzilla is in the same universe as Evangelion? So I think that this will be like a separate universe. Like all of their okay. stuff will exist like in their own thing, but this Shin apparently we've talked about the definition of Shin, but Shin could yeah. mean also mean new so yeah. this is like a new universe where these things happen um i doubt that like godzilla can be seen as a hero but shin godzilla and like the original godzilla are definitely not heroics like they're literally natural disasters which are more akin to the angels in evangelion so that's why i think that it would make sense that the ava would fight godzilla but anyway yeah not really the point i'm trying to make here okay um he's basically i think he's gonna be like the kevin feige of of this like s j h u can't wait to see all the hats he's gonna wear that's so wild like it that's like oh and apparently uh, shin ultraman comes out this may which i'm super excited about okay this may yeah, it comes out in Japan this this May, so I'm I'm sure we'll get like a like a like a subtitled version that we can rent or something. But have there been any teasers or anything for it yet? I think we watched the trailer for it. I okay. it's been a while. Okay. So. And then apparently Common Rider, Shin Common Rider comes out next year. But okay. I just don't know like what I, I don't even know if these are, they're connected or whatever, but maybe they are. I It's just weird that they would, like, release these all these different movies called Shin, and I guess they have Hideaki Anno all in common, but, like, they don't need... Like, if they're just separate movies, like, yeah. they're like the DCEU, but they're all separate, like, why does it matter that he... Like, that, like they have a shared logo thing? I don't, I don't know, but... I mean, it, it it would make it makes sense if they were like like you do like kind of like even in like comics where they had like kind of the the all star line and all that like they're not all in the same universe but they are reimaginings of the characters and all that like this is like when they imply that it's like a universe. Like, I feel like that's where the mind tends to go. Did they, like... The article says um, that this the project joins the forces of Godzilla, Ultraman, Common Rider, and Evangelion. So, yeah. it it says the this upping, upcoming collab. So, okay. I 
I guess it takes place. I guess all these movies are like Iron Man one, Cap one, yeah. uh, Thor one. We're in phase one. Yeah, we're in phase one. We're all setting and like all of Evangelion. I guess it would be more uh, more like. I guess it would be all of Evangelion, like the anime, uh, end of Ava, and then the the rebuilds. I guess that would because the rebuilds were literally called like I think they were called Shin Evangelion. Like, or maybe this new one was, like, the last one was, but I think they were all were. And these so, are all, these are all going to be in live action. I believe so. I mean, yeah, that's super weird, because, like, the uh, the only live action Ava that exists in my brain is uh, Mega 64. Um, the Evangelion in five minutes of videos. <laughs> That's exactly yeah. how they're gonna do it too. They'll so, hire them to do it, and uh, <laughs> they'll be like, "Hey, uh, we're not gonna pay you anymore. You have the budgets uh, that you had for your your videos, but we'll uh, we won't sue you. You can do the license and just make it make it work. We won't sue you, but we need this to be feature length. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, get on it. We're we're not paying you anything." <laughs> Man, no, those videos were huge for them. Like, uh, like ridiculous. Like the amount of news coverage they got for how, like, they're just all they were. Yeah, it's just amazing. They they're pretty good. Like, if you're, even if you're, if like you you and I watched the, uh, the saga one in five minutes. Yeah, like they're obviously they're low. Like they're they look low budget, filmed in your backyard on purpose. Like that is the point of them, and they they nail it when they do that stuff. So, anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, whatever it ends up being. So, things I'm not looking forward to, Rob, are the 3DS and the Wii U eShops closing next year. No. Which I, I don't think we talked about it uh, last week, but, I mean, or the... From the PS3 store fiasco? Nintendo operates on a different level than any other company. Like people, people have been asking Nintendo, like, "We want to buy your games. Please let us buy your games." And Nintendo's like, "No, <laughs> we're good. Just, nah, you you'll them back then. Yeah, what? you'll buy them. You'll, you'll buy them again. again. Whenever you want them, we're not gonna give them to you when you want them. But eventually, we will ask more for your money for the same thing again." Um, yeah, we so we want you to we want you to like beg for your old <laughs> games back. And yeah, so after you beg, we'll give you it. So apparently in March 2023 the storefronts will stop working. Um and um the further updates on this story is that like you can't purchase anything off of that like ever again i don't um i don't think you'll be able to re-download anything so also like the just nintendo online will not work so you like can't play online like with the systems at all which i mean that's what they did with the dsi and like the ds and all that and like all the pokemon games but the pokemon bank um feature you will still have access to that service on the 3DS. So, like, when you, like, I don't know if you know about Pokemon Bank, but uh, Pokemon Bank, like, Pokemon Bank and, I guess, Pokemon Home, 
Pokemon Bank is the 3DS version of Pokemon Home. You essentially you can get your like your GBA games. Like if you have a DS, you can import your um, your Pokemon into the like the Gen Four games, the the Gen Four and the Gen Five games, and then uh, with a DS, and then with your your 3DS, you can use a service called uh, like I think there's two, but whatever. You can get your games from your DS games, like you can get the Pokemon from those games, and bring them into your your 3DS games, or store them in the cloud, on uh, like in the in Pokemon Bank or Pokemon Home, and then it's even further beyond now. I know that's a second second drop of that phrasing. No, it's, it's fine. That's the name of this episode. Even further yeah. beyond. Great. Uh, I don't even. I think we've done that before. But anyway. Uh, We'll call it even, even further beyond. Okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, you, I, I have an app on my phone called Pokemon Home, where all my Pokemon that I've ever uploaded to the the bank are just there. So, uh, the, it is a subscription fee to access it. So once you lock your Pokemon up in jail, like in the cloud, you can't get them back until you pay money for them. Wow. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, I don't plan to do that uh, until they make a Pokemon game where they're like, yep, all your Pokemon are free to be in this game. Anyway, uh, that's that. It sucks, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then the other story that I want to talk about, which is obviously a few weeks removed, is that uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, the, the Switch port, got, like, it came out. The Integrum Collection, or a Masterpiece Collection, or whatever. And we were all wrong. It was all... It ran smooth. It looked great. It sounded great. It played great. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> it's bad. They're all bad. What's the point of putting... Okay, Rob. If, if you wanted to play Kingdom Hearts series on the Switch, why would you want it to be on the Switch? What reason would you have like over everything else Hmm. you know outside of the freedom to finally play uh kingdom hearts into the bathroom like i've been waiting for my whole life uh probably to play it kind of like where i don't have wi-fi and like you know kind of like on the bus maybe on a plane yeah yeah anywhere yeah but not my home like if i wanted to play it anywhere but my home that's the reason I would want it digitally, like, like, or I guess on the Switch, specifically on the Switch, and uh, no, the cloud version, literally, uh, obviously makes that not a thing. So it's just like, okay, thanks for nothing. I'd rather you didn't give me this version than put it on there. But they're bad because it has to ping the cloud, and the cloud connection, and the Nintendo Switch Wi-Fi connection is already just bad anyway so it just sucks um if you guys want there's a beautiful video that we that me and blaze watched where it's like it's like all those wonderful videos where it's like the uh final fantasy 7 versus final fantasy 7 remake like graphics and they like have that same thing but it's the kingdom hearts one gameplay and then Kingdom Hearts 1 on the Switch. It's like Kingdom Hearts and 1 on the PlayStation 2. Jittery. 
yeah. just to try to survive. <laughs> like, yeah, it just it's just like oh, it gets blurry, the sound like cuts out, the you like it, the game drops frames, freezes. It's like oh, well, oh, why bother? Honestly, but yeah, that's it for the stories. I think we have. Unless Rob, you have anything you would like to cover? Um, there, there's one thing that happened that's a very Rob fact, and it's the uh, if you if this uh, the footage of this you ever get to see, um, I am currently wearing uh, a shirt in the image of my Lord Ghost Rider. Uh, Underneath so... thirteen um, winter jackets that Rob has on <laughs> inside of his uh, his house where it's air conditioned uh, down to negative five degrees Fahrenheit. I I went outside and I was like fifteen degrees. That's too hot. Or went back inside, and then I, I jumped into a pile of jackets, and like venom, they adapted onto me. Yeah, perfect, anyway, perfect. Uh, so Ghost Rider's back. In Where? The comic oh, in the comics. Yes. Um, which may, uh, this kind of goes into a tangent of another thing, but uh, among the many things with uh. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is like there's leaks that like everyone from like any other everyone is here basically is um, going to be there. Yeah, they're doing they're doing the um they're Smash. they're doing the Smash Brothers reveal trailer, but it's called Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. It's weird. Like the trailer had like all everyone getting disintegrated and Doctor Strange going on a star out of the decimation. No, uh, what do you call it? Um, but yeah, um, one of the rumors is Ghost Rider is going to be in there, played by Nicolas Cage, and he's going to play, like a script leak says, he is going to start off not wanting to interfere with anything because he's afraid of what the Ghost Rider will do. And at the ending, he's going to be an integral part of the finale and show that he is one of the most powerful characters in the marvel universe but then they probably are going to like sideswipe him so that by the main villain just to show how powerful the main villain is because that's what ghost riders always used as anyway uh i mean honestly uh i don't know it's like power creep in the mcu yeah. um like watching like they made captain marvel a film that you needed to watch before um yeah. was did it come out before Endgame or Endgame. yeah, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna make you watch this this movie about this character you've never heard of, never seen, never met, never been in any of the movies." But Nick Fury paged her after uh, and in Infinity War, and uh, you're gonna watch this, and you're going to uh, love the fact that uh, she's the best, strongest character in the universe just so she can come in for like five minutes literally like of a three-hour movie like five to ten minutes and punch <laughs> thanos at his most powerful yeah. um and it it makes sense okay goodbye see ya well i think what do you call it i think there that's a whole other thing too because like when endgame came out immediately after he kevin feige was went from saying like Captain Marvel is the most powerful character in the MCU, too. Scarlet Witch is the most powerful character in the MCU. <laughs> so I, 
I'm guessing it's like it's based on what who is getting the next movie too. Or I mean, I would to build hype. I would imagine, yeah. yeah. But uh, but yeah, all of that to say is, uh, with a new Ghost Rider comic book, the rumors may be true because they might be trying to get people to to read that to be ready to have something after they leave the theaters to pick up. I don't know how beloved. I mean, I guess just Disney owns it, so why yeah. bother making a new one, hiring a new actor? Like, yeah. Those, I mean, they can and they probably will, but yeah. they can get like more juice and more fan hype because the movie it already exists. It's already a cult classic. Yeah. So just even acknowledging it, just even acknowledge it. Like, let's say Nick Cage doesn't go back, like he doesn't go past a cameo role in this yeah. movie. They. Any Ghost Rider movie in the MCU that is the same character but different actor, they will already be like, it's a continuation of that guy's story. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's it's weird because I'm guessing if he is in here, the character's going to die. Mm. Like, I'm guessing, like, he's going to be killed off to, like... But is a skeleton really alive, Rob? <laughs> He's not a skeleton. He's a demon called Zarathos that just looks like a skeleton. Anyway. All right. This is why the the past uh, t- uh, two episodes of the show, Rob didn't uh, have any Talk. audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But what do you call it? Uh, all that to say is Ghost Rider has a new number one out. It's written by a really good writer called Benjamin Percy. He's currently writing Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's a it's a good book it's uh it's written well it still has a bit of 90s angst to it so if you're like looking for that like there's uh, there's a character in it that is like so like unabashedly just the girl from the girl with the dragon tattoo i haven't seen it i haven't read it okay uh have you you've seen what she looks like right uh i vaguely have a have a picture in my brain very goth very yeah. like um i think her name is like uh helena warb slaughter or something so it's, it's just like some character from sandman essentially yeah, right it's, yeah it, yeah it and i think her name her name is just like okay i see what you're doing i get it but, it makes it makes uh, sense but it's uh yeah aside from that it's the first issue is just what if uh johnny blaze was held in a pleasantville scenario by demons to stop him from oh oh you mean you mean uh division yeah that exactly (laughs) that luckily the first end issue ends with him realizing it and murdering a bunch of demons i was like i was scared i was like okay if this is just like the whole thing I'm I'm not sure how long I could go with it. But. What you mean, Mephisto in the MCU confirmed oh. Ghost Rider? <laughs> God. No, no, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. It's got potential. Um, I hope eventually we get out of uh, just kind of Edge Lord Ghost Rider. I know, like, I. Where's like um where's where's the uh the team up book where he just goes on like a road tra- a cross country road trip with some other character? I would I would love to see that. I would love to see uh I'd love to see them just kind of like 
acknowledge just kind of like the fun of the character because it it's a flaming skeleton on a motorcycle that like fights crime that's like you can go so many directions with that but anyway you know him and hawkeye both are ex like carnival people right yes yeah they could do they if they haven't done something with that they should do something with that they they did something very small with that and it like i think it just the only highlight of that was like it turned out like hawkeye hates david bowie and there's an immortal line where it's like uh johnny blaze grabs him more seriously than he's ever grabbed anyone who's like don't you ever besmirch the name of david bowie so that's <laughs> fun that's really fun so imagine if we had a whole comic book short like like yeah. limited series of just that yeah so so all right that's cool uh i feel like there was something else that happened in the news that i am forgetting but it's okay besides uh awful stuff i mean yeah i don't uh yeah (laughs) obviously there are reasons beyond us messing up a couple episodes of the podcast for not for us not recording yeah it's just uh it's tough out there um okay so i played the kirby demo that came out and um before before we were like kirby odyssey really excited can't wait and now i'm like while I think it's a good game, I don't think I'm actually going to buy it. Um, and that's just the long and the short of it. Uh, the demo is like two stages and a boss stage. Um, and I like it. And I think it's fun. But I also think that it's a kid's game. Like, the way that Mario Odyssey is these big like open areas. Even like when it's like a linear path, they're still like more open this Kirby game is pretty linear. Like, it's, like, a beautiful stage, but you're boxed in. Like, that feeling of you could go over the edge, it, do, it, it that doesn't exist. Uh, there's nothing over there. Um, and that could just be because it's the starter-like levels, but that is what I'm... That's what you're, you're giving me as a demo, so I don't want to buy the game because that is what the demo presented as like what like a sample of what the game will be. Um, but it's pretty it's pretty simplistic, but it is fun. Like, but I also I still felt like a little bit on rails. Uh, and the game is pretty easy overall. I play. There's two difficulty modes. Um, I don't. I think. I don't remember what the easy difficulty was, but there's like the wild mode version, which is harder, quote unquote. Basically, you take more damage by everything. So I was like, I will, I want to see how, like, how actually, how tough this is. So I played the, the wild mode and it is really easy. Like it is for the harder difficulty and I don't usually play games on hard. Like that's just not my thing, but I played this one on the wild mode to, to kind of like, I was like, this is a kid, kid's game. So I kind of want to see what that would be like. And it was a breeze. There was no trouble, even with the boss or whatever. Like I didn't die, didn't come close to dying, but, um, yeah, it's fun, but too linear, which that's like the problem. Cause I, I wasn't, I was really looking forward to 
like going around and uh discovering secret stuff like or like doing at my own pace kind of deal but yeah if you if they released and i don't know if this is a thing i haven't played demos in a while but do you think that if they were to do another demo release Mm -hmm. and possibly like show off kind of like a wider area to explore like do you think that would be something to win you back or do you feel like you're completely off from buying this game when it comes out i don't know if i'll apply it like for full price but okay. if they discounted it like if it was like half off and um and you know i wasn't playing anything else or looking forward to anything else like in that moment in time i might pick it up and play it anyway like it wasn't it's not that it wasn't fun it's just that it wasn't as um as as it was just a little bit so like closed off than i expected so no well, I guess my last question with it is, were you able to get past the freakiness of Big Mouth mode? Yeah, honestly, it still is really creepy because, like, Kirby <laughs> eats stuff and everything's so cute. And there's these, like, little, like, um, like these, like, wolf, like, creature guys oh, that run around. And so they're, like, generic enemies. But that, like, cinematic, when they introduce Mouthful mode and he, like, swallows the car. There's like those wolf guys. They don't they don't show it on screen, but Kirby eats those guys and then he eats the car. So they're like they're in there. They're I mean, in it. They're inside always, Kirby. That's always the horror of Kirby is that yeah. he is absorbing he is eating so many souls out there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he really is uh terrifying if you think about it. But yeah, Kirby's cute. Uh, the graphics are impeccable. I'm, I'm just like, how come they can make a Kirby game that looks like this and they can't make a Pokemon game that looks like this, right? So, uh, oh, wow, okay, well, oh, I just forgot. Pokemon. Oh my god. Pokemon, yeah, okay, okay, wow. Thanks, Kirby. (laughs) Nothing else happened in the news of note. Okay, uh, so on, um, February, February 27th, every year obviously is the pokemon anniversary uh this year they had uh an anniversary like pokemon presents and they long story short they showed us generation nine um there's a small update for a brilliant diamond shining pearl doesn't matter um <laughs> they did a small update for pokemon legends which is pretty cool um it's just a couple things that i think i wanted in the game it's called the daybreak update that's cool okay then they're like we have one more thing to show you and they announced generation nine which comes out this year it comes out in november i assume and uh they're called pokemon scarlet and uh and pokemon violet which i don't like the way the two sound in my mouth like scarlet and violet don't like, they both have wet in them, but, like, it just doesn't sound as good as uh, red and blue, you know? Right? Anyway, their colors again. They showed off the new starters. It's in this. It's in Spain, or at least the Iberian pe- Peninsula. It's, like, cool. It's really, uh, it's cool stuff. The character models. It, it's also using um, Pokemon Legends gameplay and apparently apparently it's fully open world while while uh 
Pokemon Legends was like zones essentially there's a hub area like a hub town and then like five zones or whatever this one is apparently op- completely open world which they said like many times in like their press releases and all that stuff that it is an open world for you to explore in a new region so yeah there's like a fire crocodile uh a duck for the water starter and a cat so everyone's losing their minds over uh over those pokemon i saw i saw like our discord server like blow up (laughs) yeah with the amount of like oh my god like yeah oh look at that it's just like it was just it was it was i was just like oh god and like i went to look at it and it just kept updating like it was just yeah uh pokemon's big you know obviously the biggest uh franchise in the world but uh everyone's just like hey quaxley the duck's name is just donald duck it just is donald duck like but specifically kingdom hearts donald so i am looking at it right now and its head looks exactly like his hat like i i didn't focus on it that much Although the images are also posing him next to a uh, character from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm no, sorry no. if anyone who uh, is listening to this that uh, watches that is like, it's obviously blank. You. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no, and I know nothing about JoJo, and I want to keep it that way. Yeah, um, right. Who is Joe, after all? Anyway. Um, well, you see, Rob. Uh, he's joe dimaggio the not voice actor for uh i have no idea who who joe dimaggio is and rob thinks it's a baseball player yeah and i don't know because i don't watch baseball form of sports ball yeah that's all i can imagine the only sports ball i know is blitz ball and uh my favorite team is the xanarchid aves but xanarchid aves yeah. Zerkin hasn't been around in years. <laughs> Why do they have a sports team? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for those, but also, you know, uh hopefully they're they're good. I wonder yeah. what the Pokemon will be in uh, in there. I want more information, but that's cool. Anyway, Rob, talk about some of your stuff. Uh let's see well you know life life carries us in strange directions carries us into uh movie theaters one week you're seeing a a art house movie about where werewolves called the cursed which you know it's worth checking out the next week you're seeing the batman yeah batman just came out (laughs) uh with uh christian bale as the batman he's back He's back. It, it's surprising. Uh, no, uh, it is a good film. Oh, I cool! Don't want, I don't <laughs> want to overhype it. Uh, Rob so told I, me that um, that they not only show the um, the opera scene, like when uh, like the alley, <laughs> they not only show it um, one time, that they show it um, five times throughout the whole film, uh, all three hours, ever at the start of uh, every hour and the end of every hour. They're like, hey, 
we don't know if you know Batman's origin story, <laughs> so let's tell you about it. I okay. Clarification, uh, and if this if you guys care about this being a spoiler or not, it is not a thing. You do not see the Waynes die once. Um, you see so. it six times total. Um, <laughs> it's it's it, surprisingly for like it being a young Batman story, like and everything, like it surprisingly charts new ground with the character, and it it does have shades of the Nolan movies, especially the Riddler feels like it's a care it's a version. of of the nolan movies that we never got to see but they do it very well and batman to me hasn't felt more like batman from the comics in any other thing uh cool so that's it, exciting yeah it feels pretty good uh to be a batman fan today uh and you know uh superman and lois is also another thing uh, that makes me feel a bit good about being a dc fan but could you yeah. see this this batman movie like if you i like without spoiling like could you see um this movie with a with a um a bat fleck like as like the end result i guess no okay (laughs) gotcha you see this version of uh batman is smart and uh, oh wow actually uh no uh, what do you call it i'm sorry uh you're not apologize i don't have to apologize to me i'm not a huge fan of uh obviously the snyder verse (laughs) anyway uh no it's yeah uh this one it definitely goes into being a detective movie and this one ends in a way uh it gives you by the way if you're gonna go see this you don't need to watch the post credit scene it's uh it's a link to a website is essentially what they do it's very weird um i guess this isn't a spoiler at one point in the movie batman uh figures out a clue and then he types down into his url uh the name of something and then tumblr.com he brings times said tumblr and he <laughs> finds riddler is a big tumblr user that makes uh, sense yeah uh I mean, he does have a web following, but they do it in a sm- smart way. Um, what it's do the you dark web following. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just brings him to like kind of uh, an old text screen where like the Riddler's waiting for him. And he just types in like, are you ready for your next clue? And he's like, yes. And then like he gives him like da 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 da. And, like, and he makes um, him drive around in his car um, to collect these trophies. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's actually why it's three hours. <laughs> no, uh, what do you call uh, it? Um, he, I'm surprised they didn't put in a Riddler trophy once in this, but you know. Um, I mean, it's been call? like seven plus years <laughs> since uh, Arkham Knight came out. So. Yeah. Uh, man, it, that is surprising that it's that that game's that old. Um, but no, uh, it's. But yeah, the website is essentially, uh, it brings you to that same text screen, and you could, answer, if you answer Riddler's jokes correctly, you just get bonus images from in the, within the world of the movie. It's not that, like... Okay. 
would have loved if it, it was like if you get them all correct and they're all really hard and questions like you get a free ticket but who knows um what do you call it uh yeah they uh yeah they're super- actually charging aren't movie theaters charging more yeah a- amc is charging a dollar more and they were for like, batman yeah we we're like we will not clarify any further <laughs> it's like imagine if they were like hey uh if you charge if they charge a dollar more for spider-man like yeah like don't you think people like people are upset obviously but yeah. like they're like they'll pay it they'll do anything to see this movie okay well well but you know uh, there's other theaters right yeah yeah uh, so. and uh i i did end up seeing it in a smaller theater and it was very nice um what do you call it uh but they okay just quick thing i won't say what theater it is because you know because like i don't want people to like figure out to find out so that it becomes a huge theater and you can never find a seat <laughs> yes, again it's yeah. mine it's mine <laughs> now and no one else can have it perfect uh, perfect did they had this theater actually had a a kick thing so you can open the door without grabbing it like it had like a foothold so you so like oh that's actually, sick yeah so like you didn't have to touch the doors and then get your hands all dirty again Nice, and then you could yeah. shove your hand, your gross hand that's touched every surface into your popcorn, and then directly oh, yeah. into your mouth. Well, you see, I just I I opened it with my hands. I was like, ah, kickstand, whatever. Opened it with my hands, jumped across the thing, stuffed my hands in the popcorn maker, and it was like, yeah, eat it. And then I went back and I watched the Batman. Someone uh, listening to this is like having a very <laughs> visceral reaction to that. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Oh, not to go too much further on it. Uh, it's good. Highly recommend it. Uh, don't drink water <laughs> before. Yeah. Like, use the bathroom before the previews are done, because I, there was at the hour mark, I was like, "Oh, I made a mistake." <laughs> <laughs> no, they they made it that long on purpose so that you the tension would build as the movie uh, goes on. But uh, yeah, and it 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 does flow very well. Like I, I will say, like it's not like there's some parts of the movie where I'm watching it and it was like, Oh, I don't want this to end. Uh, but there, but there is like a few low points in the movie where you're just like, okay, I wonder if that scene from the trailer is coming up that I remember. Oh no, that didn't work. Like it worked in the trailer. I wonder if that was a misdirect. Oh no, there it is. (laughs) 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 Got him. Uh, okay. Okay. So, uh, you also played a game that you, yes, didn't expect to be playing. I just started it. I had never heard of it. And I was driving home one day. And a friend of mine named Blaze, whatever. Um, Whatever that guy is. Sounds like a jerk to me. You know, he just he's always like, Robert, play Rogue Galaxy. Or yeah. else. I, have I don't know about the or else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I take the mask off and it's uh, me, the Riddler from uh, from the Batman. All right. With black and blue, every dead hollow. That's that's one small thing. Everyone got to say one cheesy line. Everyone got to it. like in their contracts. It was like you're allowed <laughs> to say one cheesy line. Well, yeah, like Riddler does like what's black and blue and dead all over you. Oh. And like, and like uh, Catwoman, like said it's in the trailer. She says like uh, like Batman's like. 
you'll die if you do this. She's like, don't worry, I've got nine more lives. Uh, wow. Uh, wow. But, but it's they, like it's uh, a comic book, guys. Yeah, it's like it's a comic book, you know? Yeah, it's, that's it's fun. It's weird. That's but, fun. I mean, it's not like yeah. genius writing, but it is yeah. like, it's still fun. Like, it's it, corny yeah. on purpose. Yeah, and it, like, if you're going to say, like, oh, that's out of character. I mean, like, Batman's done so much. I don't but, think like, that's out of character at all. Yeah. I think they, they that would um, be a line you would read. Yeah, I don't. I don't think like. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I, anyone who complains like that's not, that's not a character. That's not serious enough for this yeah. groundbreaking film. Snyder wouldn't have done it that way. It's like, okay, well, uh, I guess you don't read the comic books. <laughs> like, anyway, if, I, if if he wrote it, it would be like I'm gonna kill you. And that's it. Anyway. This is um, the riddle. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for getting what uh, I was saying. <laughs> I've got a bullet in my gun. I'm gonna shoot it at you. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'm the Riddler. My I'm riddle the is Riddler. The... <laughs> Actually my gun's name is the Riddler. My name is Stanley. Gonna... Like I don't know. Wait, wait a minute. Okay, you might have come on a great thing. <laughs> My gun's called the Riddle here. It's gonna riddle you with bullets. Oh, hey, it's realistic. If you don't think Batman kills people, you're delusional. Anyway, you played Rogue uh, Galaxy, which I I just started playing Rogue Galaxy. I I love uh the care like I again I'm very early in. What I kind of game just, is it, Rob? It is a. Would you say it's a JRPG? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a. It's an. Uh, it's a game originally for the PlayStation Two, and when I'm playing it on the PlayStation Four, it's amazing because they just brought it over. So like when you start it up, the PlayStation Two logo pops oh, up. Oh like heck, does, that's like it does awesome. the original like sound effect too, like that. Wow. Thing. Nice. And I was like, so like when I heard that, I was like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> like you're already, you're already, yeah. yeah I'm a kid again. Yeah, no. finally. <laughs> finally, the I'm time... back. I can change things. I can make things right. No, uh, uh, what do you no. call it? <laughs> what? Okay, so I don't know what? when the game came out, but probably you wouldn't be able to stop um, 2008, uh, the, uh, the recession so it'd just be the same as it ever was anyway it's a uh (laughs) oh man it's uh it's a it's a fun game it's aged surprisingly well um he sold it to me on the fact it's very treasure planet-esque and i can you can see that when you're playing it like um it's got it's got a bit of a Tales of Symphonia kind of feel to it as well. Uh, so it's like, a straight you know, up like sci-fi, right? Yeah, it like starts uh, with you like being like uh, with a narration of this guy going through the desert, and he's like, "My planet Arrakis is beautiful under the oh sun. no <laughs> no no." He but yeah, you start off on a desert planet, uh, and like it's a classical heroes thing like he's like one day i'm gonna make it off this this planet one way or the other and like uh you go to town and it 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 runs pretty well it well it runs very well it's uh the gameplay is going good the camera is taking some time to get used to 
Mm. Uh, like it, it doesn't snap to where you are, but like, you know, it's a game I'm very much looking forward to getting more into. So how far have you gotten? Like, um, I'm still in the part again. Uh, I, I started playing it again recently, but then a friend came over and I was like, oh, damn, I got the second save point. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, again, I don't have too much to say about it, Mm -hmm. but Rogue Galaxy, it's low priced on the PlayStation Network right now. So, uh, go check it out. Yep. Uh, speaking of, uh, things that are, um, are discounted on the PlayStation Network, I, uh, after talking about it for a hundred thousand years... Uh, basically everyone knows that I'm just like, man, I can't wait to get this game that is a million years old. Came out for the PlayStation 2, they did a remaster. Odin Spear. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jack 2. No, anyway, no. Um... Which all the Jack games are on sale also. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. Or they were, anyway. I don't know if they still are, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Odin Spear, Luftbrazer, Luftbrazer, whatever their subtitle is. It's a vanilla soft vanilla soft it's the dragon's crown people the 13 sentinels people uh they made this ps2 game called odin spear and it's obviously super beautiful the gameplay is closer to um dragon's crown and the story while i felt it was really i didn't i haven't finished it but like from what i've played of it the story didn't grip me in any way i was like this kind of generic tropey like fantasy story but um at the end of like the like first couple chapters they hit you with this like this like subversion of expectations and i was like oh okay i'm into this uh but the gameplay and the art just outstanding like absolutely incredible stuff um so yeah it's like a 2d um action game for the most part it's kind of castlevania-esque i guess i don't know it, it you're mostly just running across this loop stage for the most part and um it's kind of closer to like gauntlet or diablo in that way but there's not really much loot to get because you just have a standard weapon but you can level up get items all that stuff it's fun i i'm enjoying it um definitely worth the uh the 20 bucks it was discounted but yeah uh you can definitely see all the dna that they like then made their future games with so that was cool too i will say that the the voice acting for uh for the game the english cast it's really rough it sounds awful (laughs) like it just is is it it like oh my god i can't believe it yeah it's like some of the worst like (laughs) like and i think it's because it's uh i don't know if if it's from the like the love riser like 2016 version of the game or if it's from like the original release on the playstation 2 like i don't know if that like which which dub it's from or whatever but I ha I don't use I usually play the game in like the dub because I like to just hear, like I like to hear it and and like I put on subtitles to like see it if I need to, but it was so bad that I had to turn it like the Japanese voices on, 
because I was just like, it was distractingly bad voice acting to me. Um, and it's really interesting because I know I can recognize some of the voices for the dub. And I'm like, these these actors have gone on to do like games now and they're great. They're incredible. Is there, Either, is there any that I would recognize? I think like a lot of the Persona cast like has oh, okay. like is probably in it. But like they got the voice I, of Joker to, to <laughs> I feel like I feel like um it I, I feel like it just has to be like earlier roles before they were um they were professionals, but they were like amateur professionals, like it was early in their career. Not to say that they weren't already good. It's just whatever direction they were given or whatever yeah. The con like the constraints of this project specifically, yeah. just not great. Um, yeah. and maybe it was and a stylistic choice, but it, I didn't like. It. <laughs> like, and, and there's so many stories of like back in the day when they would be like, "Okay, you have two takes to get this right." Yeah, and like that's our budget, and so, uh, like, and sometimes it was just one, and so sometimes like those old point and click games are like. Hey there, you're you're in trouble, Buster. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just tough. It's real tough. Uh, but I I'm that isn't a gameplay thing, so it's whatever. But yeah, um, and I definitely know that the voice actors that are that I recognized have gone on to be incredible like performers. Like this is not a uh, a gauge of their talent in any way. So yeah other than that i uh finished um season two of a little show on netflix called love is blind so obviously a reality tv romance like dating show okay um do you know the premise of love is blind rob okay i have two horrifying ideas of what love is blind is okay uh one the the bachelor it's the bachelor except the bachelor is blind and two i don't know what the best i don't know anything about the bachelor so uh uh an eligible young bachelor is looking for love and they date everyone uh who's a contestant and pick out which ones they want by the week um the other idea is all the contestants are blind okay so so no one is actually blind uh but um what what they do have is that basically the they're separated by men and women they have to for like uh for i don't know i don't actually know what the set time frame is but for days like several days they put you in these pods where you have conversations with basically everyone like on the other side so you won't you don't know what they look like you have zero idea you're just trying to make an emotional like connection and they and by the end of it if you feel like you made a substantial enough connection you propose to them and then they then after you get out of the then you do the reveal of like once you've proposed to them through in the pods sight unseen then you uh then then you get to meet them but if you if you don't get to that stage you don't so um the it's an experiment it's like a social experiment to see if love is truly blind so they put people in these pods uh have them talk to each other 
they they literally are like cut off from the outside world there's like so yeah and and then once they like like propose form the connections they have about a month or whatever six weeks maybe until they they get married and so and then it like goes up to the altar and they either say i do or they i don't based on like if it would work in the real world so that seems like it's potentially horrifying yeah oh yeah for sure (laughs) uh, what do you call it uh okay so at the i guess yeah at the end it was there was everyone like love is blind i love you no matter what you look like or no i mean no i mean people are human so uh the experiment is to see if you can find love without like like the visuals but certain obviously not everyone is able to do that and then basically who you are in the pod isn't who you are in real life wholesale like there are shades of that but like you have their whole lives and being like a human being like out in the world an individual if you will um you like have to counterbalance that of being in a relationship with someone so you know and then you're putting this pressure cooker of you're getting married in like four weeks can you do it um yeah so you meet you propose like within a week or two and then you're getting married within a month or or two of meeting that person for the first time literally and like that that's like meeting their family their friends uh like juggling all of like like where you're gonna live how you're gonna live together lifestyle blah 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 infinite things of a relationship but all at once so it's really intense and then i don't usually watch reunion shows on these things like i don't particularly care for them but i watched it for season two and it's just tough because like all those people are like we were involved in a social experiment and we're obviously really like stressed and upset but contractually we have to be here in this room together this was an experience (laughs) that we guess we wouldn't take back you know yeah they're like we can't say it we can't say that we would have never wanted to do it and it's just like oh no this wasn't a mistake why are they winking so much (laughs) yeah no it's tough it's like oh yeah i mean obviously reality tv shows are like a they're manipulative in the way that the editing is and like people are are putting on performances even like if even beyond like whatever parts are actually scripted but you know it's just like yeah that sounds horrifying overall so but it is entertaining like that's why it exists it is entertaining so yeah there's uh i mean it sounds like there might be worse like reality shows to watch I oh mean, for sure i I, I mean i watched the whole thing and i if they make a season three i probably would watch that too but you know i uh what is it uh i, I just finished watching a video all on like weird reality shows that happen did you know there was a prince harry dating no show? oh that okay that's not great you, oh. okay 
mainly because it wasn't Prince Harry. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Cool. The whole All right. premise was, I think it was like called like Prince Harry, huh. and it was, and it was like this guy who looks not who's like ninety eight percent identical to Prince Harry, is uh, is like set up with a bunch of people who are going to date him and like may end up uh dating him and like apparently behind the scenes they were like kept in a room for like a month not allowed to talk to any all the contestants were like not allowed to talk to anyone they were like not allowed to look at images of prince harry and like so when they get there like people are like is that prince harry and like everyone's like of course it's prince harry what do you think oh man that's messed up yeah so it's like real messy oh. <laughs> oh that's super tough yeah so and at the end they're like i've never been prince harry the whole time i think it made it to like six episodes yeah. and then they were like nah nah this wasn't worth it yeah that's tough that's uh that's real tough oh man all right well so anyway I think that's the end of the show. Um, yeah, so we've been pretty sporadic this past uh, few weeks, and I feel like we're going to continue to be pretty sporadic. Uh, we will have some episodes out, but uh, past past uh, the beginning of April slash the end of March, I don't. Our schedule is going to be even more messy. So um, I don't know. We might we might come to a more concrete like hiatus kind of thing, but yeah. Yeah, Echo Screen, Echo Screen's winding down a little bit just for now. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens in the yeah. in the future, but in the, yeah, as things go on, we're gonna see like is uh we do want to continue doing a podcast and everything, mm -hmm. but in the future the show may evolve into something else. It may yeah we may cover like uh like episodes may be covering different things and like. We might have like kind of a different format for things mm -hmm. but yeah. uh yeah essentially uh yeah we're just looking at everything and just seeing like kind of where we can learn and like where this can go yep uh that was episode 84 version two we'll uh <laughs> maybe be back next week with episode 85 yeah. version two yeah. uh and then it'll be uphill uh <laughs> uh, beyond that so thanks for <laughs> thanks for being with us uh we'll catch you next time thanks thanks rob as always for being on but uh no problem see you next time guys bye